Well, hello and welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Inexos nerd, Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums, and oh, so much more. Well, hello, welcome to Access Access All Areas, episode 114, the podcast that aims to deep dive into all things great about this band, get them into the Rock Hall of Fame, and have fun with my compadre B and our patrons and our listeners. Hello, B, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, you're doing this from home and your dongle is a bit flat, is that right? My dongle's never flat, B. Are you sure that you told me it was flat? <laughs> well, prior to the recording, but you, am I coming in loud and clear? You are, but you're fading in and out a little bit. So I apologise now. Um, it's Hayden's fault, not mine. We've come in with Abba today. Yes, we have. A montage <laughs> you asked me to put together. I hope we haven't lost any listeners yeah. thinking it was Abba and not in excess. Well, as coincidence occurs, B, we're doing a bit of a Scandinavian in excess retrospective today. And you've just told me before recording, you're actually ironically and coincidentally, they're going off to see Bjorn again. Is that right? That's right. And uh, time of recording, I am. And by the time we've um, uploaded this, I will be flat on my back, um, exhausted from dancing from the <laughs> night before. Yes. Well, apart from it in excess, ABBA is my uh, my other band, definitely. Where are they playing? What venue? Beyond again. And they're playing at um, the local club here, which is quite a big club, um, the CX Club. Ah, oh, fantastic. Well, we thought uh, out of uh, loyalty to our patron base and also the widespread group of listeners have been checking our podcast out over the last sort of period of time that we would love to uh, go uh, regional again and, you know, without sort of delineating between all the countries, we thought, well, Scandinavia plus, uh, you know, Finland nearby, which sort of has a half sort of foot in the Scandinavian door and half a foot in the Russian door, we would sort of uh, go back and look at InXS's contribution into that particular region. But uh, we will talk about that a little bit later. Um, I like to always start off by saying, how's your InXS week? Has anything come across your desk that's exciting? Because you never tell me before, you always wait for the podcast to share. I've got a huge amount to tell you to tell you the truth, but I don't know um, where to start. Well, give me the greatest hits. I've been very active because I don't know where Laurie's been this week. We've been like ships in the night. So I've done a lot of the posting this week. And I did a post of Michael with his thumb up. I don't know if you saw that. And I asked everybody um, on the um, platforms if they're listening to us. So thank you, everybody. It's really nice to put some other names to know um, faces who are actually listening to us. That's really nice. Um, and one face really popped up, and that was Kirk. So hello, Kirk. I'm so glad you're a big listener of ours. That was really nice to see your thumb up today. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. Media Wars, Kirk, huh? Yeah, not Media oh, Wars, okay. Kirk. So um, that, that was lovely. I've had a parcel from Shelby today. So thank you to Shelby. I've been talking to so many people. Richard Simpkins is coming my way and we're going to be having coffee soon as well. So looking forward to seeing Richard Simpkins. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then I've been talking to our beautiful friend, Dr. Jim. Dr. Jim and I share the same birthday week. So we're yes. going to be having a birthday party in Melbourne and we're going to go to the Shibusha bar. bar. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, and then go and see the Inexcessive Boys. Am I invited? Uh, yeah, you are. It's the same weekend <laughs> that I'm going to see you. So it's great. So, so if anybody else wants to come and join us all, um, I think we'll get quite a crowd together in Melbourne. What do you reckon? 
Absolutely. And and speaking of uh, valuable listeners and things like that, uh, it seemed like obviously a part two of Richard Lowenstein last week, which was, uh, you know, the companion piece to the first one, um, overall struck a bit of a chord. I, I noticed through our email platform particularly uh, and through Messenger, uh, a lot of people out there really enjoyed hearing sort of Richard, you know, just articulate his involvement with the band and Michael and the videos and the documentary and things like that, Be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, it was lovely to hear him relax and and talk about um, his time about um, get getting the music for Mister Five. Mm-hmm. That was um, very interesting to hear his side of it um, without any interruptions from anyone, which was good. Also, really lovely where he, he just opened up about the head injury as well with Michael. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember who asked the question now. So sorry. I think it was Katie actually. Katie asked yep. the question, and he responded really well with um, what he would have done to have told Michael about hanging in there, and you know it will get better because Michael didn't think it was he was going to get better from the head injury. So yeah. that was quite poignant and quite um, sad, but really nice to hear as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. I think also too, just uh, you know, Richard has, as we mentioned last week, you know, have has well created and written a book about you know the dogs in space stuff and a lot of ancillary information around that. And uh, you know, you can get your personally signed autographed book dedicated to you. Uh, we are going to be picking them up in bunches of ten to fifteen from Richard and uh, have them signed. So I guess we will be promoting or putting it on our platforms and all the various ways how people can go about it. But uh, really simply, I think it's a case in point. There'll be a price point. There will be um, a commitment that you want it, and then we will pass it on to Richard, uh, your name, your region, etc. There, and he'll sign it personally for you. I will ship it personally to you myself. You will. You will hate yes. it. Yes. Um, has uh, has he come back with a price yet for us to tell everybody? Well, no, actually, it's it's a good reminder because uh, he agreed that was a great process to go there. But we'll get a price and we'll post that out in our platforms. And please, um, again, very excitingly, uh, get a copy out to you. Yeah, the because Amazon Hayden sending everything out. Be please, everybody, if you can email the podcast, and then Hayden, I, and Carrie Ann can uh, sort that out for you, and then yep. get the labels sorted. So thank yep. you so much. Yep. Um, did you listen to last week anyway, mister? No. No, I, I think, you I never bloody you, listen, I, do you? Well, I, I You've think missed I, a treat with last week. It was no, I, well, awesome. I, did I listen to myself do the interviews? No, you know, don't have no. to listen to you. <laughs> you can listen to the other bits. Um, so you missed I was out. there originally, B. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to my edits, though? Probably not. No. So there. But I have a good excuse. You know, I was suffering from COVID and I was recovering. No, and no, could... it's no excuse. You yeah. can be suffering with COVID and you can still listen to a podcast. No, I was. Anyway, was let, me, warmed up. let me talk, <laughs> mister. So you missed okay. out on um, our gorgeous man, Bard. I played quite a little snippet of his DJing. It was fantastic. It really was good. He came onto our messenger, didn't he? He played us the trumpet song. Did you right. hear it? 
the DG tonight. Well, well yeah, I think you forwarded to me, yes, yes. Oh, it's very yeah. funny, very funny. So thank you. Yes. He has got the best sense oh. of humour, so I, I, I love him to bits. So um, thank you, Bard, for that. Now, do we have any new patrons this week, B? No, I've just got one more thing to say. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Dr. Yep. Jim, me and Dr. Jim had a lovely um, a chat in the week, and they are nearly up to 10,000 um, yeah, 10, signatures. So come on, everybody, please um, get everybody, you know, um, who's got an email just to sign up. We're nearly there. We're so close now. 10,000. That's a good punch, isn't it? That's a good number. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Speaking, I guess, of signatures and et cetera there, obviously we'd love to get some patrons aboard, but uh, uh, and we will welcome them aboard now, Bruce. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside, it's about 10,000 people at least. Hello. Well, let's welcome our honorary members. Tim Farris, Nick Egan, Mark Opix, Richardson Kent, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods, and Darren Jones. Our patrons, Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Mark and Sarah Camia, Dr. Jim, Katie, Lisa Mack, Lisa Calloway, Anne-Marie, Susan P, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Matt, Linda, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, David, Tracy, Paul Jolie, Paul Bridges, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Stefan, Val, Jim, Matey, Kelly, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Susanna, Laurel, Barge, Genevieve, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, Jill, Yari, Leos, Heidi, Paula, Lisa Urban, Angie, Nancy, Juliet, Jenny, Scott, Anthea, Maria, Nicole, Tracy and Darren and special mentions to Sudi, Joe Robbins, John Vink, Michael, Glenn Davis and Paul Jabuzzi. Welcome to the podcast. So do. Uh, this is going to be our ode to uh, the beautiful countries of Sweden, Denmark and uh, Norway with a little bit of Finland, hopefully, as well. Um, and again, you know, one of the influences that that In Excess uh, probably growing up in Australia as a band had uh, was a band like ABBA, maybe not stylistically in the music, but, um, you know, the pop sensibilities of ABBA um, and some of that sort of Nordic, Swedish sort of type music. Um, and the fact that they were one of the rare bands overseas to do videos uh, that got played on a lot of our shows here was definitely, I think, something that proceeded in excess, and then they started doing videos, and some of the song compositions, you know, in excess wrote, you know, a variety of songs, but some of their their pop sensibilities, the three, four-minute pop song, uh, probably, you know, in some ways, you know, laid bare to a band like Abba. I think a lot of bands who could write a commercial pop hit uh, generally use a bit of that ABBA template. Um, so sonically, they were very different, but video-wise and using the platforms and that pop craft, I think they definitely would have had a, an influence on a band like In Excess in their day. Awesome. I can't wait to hear what else you're going to tell us about this then. You've worked hard on this all, all week, I should imagine. <laughs> well, this one was a plan in the works a couple of weeks ago, but then we had Richard come on, so we had to prioritise. But, uh, B, it's now that time for... It's time for the news. Hi, this is Sarah from Sydney. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas. And now it's time for the news. 
All right, B. Well, we've detoured from Chart Watch from the uh, the band to navel gazing about ourselves. So <laughs> we uh, we have uh, through our podcast, B, seem to be popping up and debuting via the chartable sort of uh, index in various countries. And somehow this particular week, we're number two in Hungary, uh, which is quite ironic because they're, well, maybe not exact spelling and pronunciation, but there wasn't an excess song called Hungary. But this is Hungary, as in Budapest, I guess. But uh, yeah, we're number two on debut in the music history charts there. And we're number two on debut in Slovenia. So uh, I don't quite know how this happens, but... Chile, Chile and Ireland and these places, we seem to pop up early in the charts. I don't know if the whole country starts listing and then drops off. Let's analyse it. Let's just say hello, Hungary. Hello, Slovenia. All right. Now, B, you may have seen this week there was an article with Andrew Farris there who was, I think, talking to Fox News in America and it was sort of relayed on a bunch of other sort of platforms around the world and did a bit of a deep dive on his country recording album and just the notion of going solo and and, and his experiences with NXS and also some really fond memories of Michael, which um, got a lot of traction around the world and other particular uh, media drops. Uh, did you get a chance to see it? I didn't know. So you've watched it in full, have you? Or is it an audio? Well, I just read the article. I didn't listen to the audio, but the art, it was just, you know, you can, there's, I think it's about a nine minutes. Uh, so you can read or listen to it, but uh, very easy. Andrew, Andrew Farris, Fox News, et cetera, there. So, um, but it was cool. a really good sort of deep dive article and audio. Yeah, great. I'll, I'll look out for that. Thank you. Yeah. Also to uh, this particular week, uh, Congratulations to Cameron Smith, Australia, Danielle uh, from Pensacola, a great patron. Her and I are uh, Cameron Smith mullet fans. Uh, he won the British Open, but uh, it did inspire Gary Beers to post a little bit of an article there or a tweet about in 1993 when they were filming the uh, Full, Moon's, uh, Full Moon Dirty Hearts album cover in Wales, I think, where they were going in and out watching the golf when Greg, last, uh, Greg Norman last won the uh, British Open. And uh, they were sort of half doing the film filming of the uh, video shoot, the album cover, and half checking the golf. So uh, a nice little tie in there from Gary. Yeah, that was a lovely post, April. I liked that. That was good. I think um, we put that onto our um, f- a Facebook page. So thank you, yeah. um, Gary. Yes. Now, I've got a feeling, B. I I don't think you would have ever played golf in your life, have you? I, I've struck a few balls. <laughs> All right, on the driving range, of course. Um, oh, that's what you're talking about. You're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> Fantastic. Also, too, this particular week, uh, a little bit of an index test tie and a little bit of navel gazing again, but uh, we released a little bit of a quick audio grab and visual grab of our, uh, our lovely second birthday with all the beautiful patrons and people who came along for the ride. And uh, thank you to Curtis who put a great little uh, uh, promo together. Uh, that was something that um, I know some of the uh, people participating and those who weren't there enjoyed seeing the snapshot, be. Yeah, it's just a little 30-second grab and it's gone pretty viral, on, um, especially on Instagram. People are loving it, getting so much lovely feedback. I flicked it off to our um, gorgeous honorary patron, Tim Ferris, and um, his words were, that's very cute. 
Good morning everybody, we're here at beautiful Narrabeen um, Sands Hotel. We're here today to celebrate the second anniversary of the In Excess Access All Areas podcast. We've brought along some of our patrons and we're about to get onto the bus and we are starting the In Excess journey today. Well V, second anniversary birthday, In Excess Access All Areas on a bus tour. So Hayden, oh, we're nice. cute so far. Oh, so hopefully he'll he'll enjoy that. And um, we're going to do a premiere, you and I. I hope you can make it. And um, this Sunday evening with um, the crew that went along. So okay. that will be nice. Um, and then uh, we're releasing it um, next week. Okay. Uh, and speaking of uh, honorary patrons and things, uh, Mark Opitz has just got back from, uh, I believe, Italy uh, yesterday. Um, I do know there was a little bit of a promo this week uh, on some of the um, uh, platforms out there of media where he's just produced an EP for, uh, I think, a group called Lip Stereo, and the EP is called Modern Mythology, and he... I think there's one of a couple of EPs put together for some Australian artists recently. So well done to Mark, keen to hear it, and uh, obviously good luck with the release when it comes out. Equally, well done to the newsletter team. Uh, this particular week, uh, they were able to highlight the anniversary of 38 years since Burn For You came out, and that was a song we highlighted recently. Yeah. Um, I did love the little uh, deep dive on Nicole Raymer, who's one of our, uh, I think, our patrons there. Uh, there's a little bit of a deep dive for her. But, you know, these newsletters are a fantastic reading. I they have nothing to do with them. I'm a bit like a fan reading them and being reminded of pivotal sort of uh, uh, anniversaries and anecdotes, Pete. Yeah, they're really good fun. Um, they're, they're such a good team. Um, we're going to be extending it to our honorary patrons soon, so you'll have a few profiles of those coming out, so they'll be quite fun too. All right, moving along, uh, a little bit of uh, updates, B. Uh, you probably remember that I have mentioned uh, it's very close to uh, the release of NXS Access Solaris, uh, myself representing us on that American podcast, which was the uh, – the uh, retro, let me have a look down here, uh, retro rock, you know, with Nick and John. I believe that that's going to be released, I believe, in the next seven days. Oh, great. Now, B, there's a little bit of exciting news for probably real Australian New Zealand fans about John Stevens. Now, John has... Uh, reformed with Noiseworks, which was his pivotal band, and they have uh, an album which they've made literally over the last seven to ten years. Unfortunately and sadly, they lost their their main guitarist about two years ago, I think, approximately maybe two, three years ago, uh, Stuart Fraser, to cancer, which was very sad. Uh, but the band have actually reformed, and they played a massive gig out in a place called Birdsville, now, Birdsville is uh, one of the most isolated places in the world. Uh, there was a thing called the Birdsville Big Red Bash uh, concert. Uh, you may have seen some of the pictures, B. It was like Woodstock in the desert in Australia. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. Richard Clapton was there, a whole bunch of other people. But Noiseworks played their first, I think, gig together for about seven years. Um, and they're going to be releasing the album later in the year. There's a single coming out in August. Uh, and there's tours planned and more, more gigs lined up, especially a lot of the big festivals in Australia over the summer. So as a big Noiseworks fan, I'm very much excited by that. Uh, along with John's finishing off his, um, you know, his tour, I think, in Perth at the moment and a few other places. 
Hi, this is Lisa Mack from Brisbane, Australia. Hey, check out the InXS Tribute Band page on the InXS Access All Areas website and get all of the full tour dates. And now it's time for Gig Watch with Hayden and B. Cheers. What you need, boys, are playing over in Perth. I think they're actually, there are seven peaks over there, B, in terms mm-hmm. of, sort of what they're doing there. Uh, but, yeah, they're exciting sort of in terms of seeing what they're doing over in that uh, space as well. I've been given um, a contact, Hayden, of another band called NTX. So I-N-T-X-S. Well, what? Have you seen the email? I did, and I did some research today, and I had to laugh but but also marvel because I put it down in fan engagement a bit later. Oh. But they're an eight-piece yeah, and there's, there's, there's five guys and three girls. And the ex, I think three there's two girls. or three girls. But no, there's, two there's, girls. There's a, uh, yeah, there's a drummer who used to perform in the cult, the UK band, the cult. So wow. I did a bit of research though with that Danielle article, I opened up the site and things like that. And uh, it was fantastic. There's eight of them there. And uh, the ex drummer from the cult between 85 and 88 is the drummer in this particular cover band in America. So, yeah, good on them. I love the T in the middle. <laughs> the, I love the T in the middle too. I love the fact that, you know, these, these uh, they're calling themselves a tribute band, but they've played in many other bands as well. And they're not snotty at all, are they? They're really lovely and they're no. going to do a cross promotion with us. So, um, see these guys. We'll have them yeah. onto our website soon. And I think it's October yeah. they start performing. In, in out of Texas, is that right? Yeah, a couple of other things you might help with the news here, B, because you might have been more over this. You might have uh, posted this one, but there was a Need You Tonight uh, version with an orchestra there where they're all playing trumpets. Is that right this week, B? Did you pl- uh, post that on one of our platforms? Uh, no, no, it wasn't on the platform. It was just in our um, messenger. It was when from Bard. He uh, he found oh, it. Oh, that was just, the one earlier. Yeah, yeah okay. I thought I thought yeah. you'd like might might like yeah. this, but oh my goodness, it cracked me up. <laughs> so funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Is it Mexican think, or it, something? <laughs> yeah, and was it Glenn? Was it Glenn Davies this week uh, who posted something to do with some lyrics from Michael with a Rolling Stone article as well? Was that something that got That's posted? Right. Yes. Yeah, so um, Glenn Davis um, was in a news agent and he um, sent me a, a little video and um, and it ties on, ties in very nicely with um, a guest for the future um, who is Chris Cuffalo because there were photos that he'd actually produced and yes. took photos of and they were in um, Rolling Stones um, Australia. Yeah. Um, so I haven't got a copy yet. I need to get a copy. They look yeah. great. Yes. Yeah. In some news yesterday, we like to swim out of the in excess flags occasionally, but uh, a contemporary of theirs and good friends of the band uh, of in excess that is Simple Minds, they've actually gone and sold their entire back catalogue to BMG Music, uh, which is one of the big players uh, in the music world. Um, I guess a bit like Sting and Bruce Springsteen and probably Dylan and some of these other artists, um, you know, they're you know artists who are getting in the twilight of their age and careers are looking at their family and their business interests and essentially selling all of their recordings uh, that get licensed out to these this particular record company, et cetera, there. So congratulations. If you can get it, why not? Fantastic. A uh, little bit of uh, lovely light news and a little, little bit of sad news, B. This would probably strike a chord with you, but uh, 
brother of uh, Sean Ryder, Paul Ryder, passed away this week, which is a little bit sad from Happy Mondays. Did you hear about that? Yeah, sad. Yeah, um, I think Laurie sent it to me and I said, are you sure it's not Sean? Because you'd think it was Sean more than... Two, out of the two to pass away, you think Sean would be first given the, the hedonistic lifestyle he led. So valet to you. Uh, also this particular week, uh, a little bit of a valet birthday celebration for Michael's dad, Cal, this week that uh, he would, would have been 98 this week. And a lovely symmetry in a way, uh, the granddaughter, Tiger, she turned 26 this week as well. So we would love to have you on our uh, podcast one day, Tiger. Uh, but happy birthday to you and Cal, which is a lovely sort of juxtaposition. And that's the 22 again popping oh, okay. up. It pops up yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Michael was born on the 22nd, passed away on the 22nd, and Tiger was born on the 22nd. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? Talking about dates, last week was the 13th and um, our 113th episode. And um, it tied in with Wembley being on the 13th as well. Spooky. All right. That's the news. This is Danielle. This is Lori. And this is Foxy. We're the News Real Babies. Please subscribe to our newsletter at nxsaccessallareas.com. This is Ella from Middleburg, the Netherlands. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and Dee. And now it's time for the topic of the week. Well, Dee, we're talking all things Scandinavia, which, as we defined a little bit earlier, is predominantly Sweden, Denmark and Norway. However, we would like to include Finland in because of its proximity and because it has some ties to the region. But as we said at the start of the show, ABBA, one of the pioneers of the three-minute pop song, had a big influence on a lot of bands around the world. Um, even U2 did a, uh, I reckon, back in their uh, Zuropa tour, might have done Dancing Queen on stage one night. Do you remember ABBA Gold? Remember that early 90s when the ABBA Gold album came out around the world? They had like a rebirth, didn't they? It was a big album, wasn't it, yeah. that one? Yeah. And it's sort of funny, sometimes it takes a decade or two for people to get over the cultural cringe or the era cringe. And ABBA were very a 70s sort of, in a way, daggy band and were a bit laughed upon in the 80s and became a bit irrelevant. But um, I think with Muriel's Wedding coming out and a few other things and Beyond Again, it, they had a bit of a rebirth and a reappreciation, yeah? Well, I've never stopped loving them. Yes, of course, of course. And then that Meryl Streep movie, what was that, Mamma Mia and the big well, stage, the stage show and things? Do you know, that's what they made more money out of, that one song and that album, <laughs> that 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 uh, movie, more than any of their songs. Did you know I reckon that? they made a lot of money everywhere. <laughs> but anyway. <you're laughs> yeah, but right. Mamma Mia was yeah. their, their um, yeah. ticket. Well, what we thought we would do a little bit today is that we've been very, very fortunate and we feel very privileged to have some patrons and some listeners in these regions and you know, through the chartable metrics, we seem to be doing quite well in those regions. And we'd like to honour our listeners in that part of the world by sort of just relating what in excess, uh, I guess, you know, historically and maybe currently has meant to you guys and what, you know, has been, um, I guess, a response from the band uh, when they played there. And um, we do know that uh, Timmy, who uh, our favourite from the band, Timmy Farris, did mention they were due to play a gig there at one time in one of those areas. I think it might have been Sweden in 86, but the Chernobyl disaster happened, uh, which sort of meant they had to uh, extricate themselves from those particular regions. When I was doing a little bit of a deep dive, uh, there are quite a lot of tie-ins to this area. So 
uh, I thought we might sort of start off with uh, some of the tours. Now, through my YouTube research, B, now the problem with these regions is that we are going to be very Englishy in trying to mispronounce these names. <laughs> so there was a festival that came across my desk in 1984 called Live at Marda Esboren and other big festivals where the band seemed to play it. Um, I went on to setlist.com, which not as totally accurate as it should be and didn't have anything uh, on it from 84. But uh, we do think the band in that sort of mid sort of 80s period did get a chance to play some gigs in the region. Now, you've got your thumbs up there, so that means that you've got some notes to help me out here, B. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually um, saw you write that, Dan, so I uh, yeah. I YouTubed it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there they are. Um, and it looks fantastic. It's um. It's original sin, the video yep. that they've got on there. And yes. um, Michael is in his mullet. I tell you what, that's how you wear a mullet, boys. If any young <laughs> boys are out there and want to get a mullet, you get Michael's mullet. He was the sexiest mullet out there. Um, and then, yeah, you got Tim and um, Kirk in their rockabilly Billy styles, weren't they? At that well, point. maybe in Europe we'll call it a moulet. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think, yeah, it's probably part of this greater tour around the time where there's also that footage of NXS playing in Hamburg, you know, with uh, uh, Michael and some of the, uh, the live recordings in Germany there. But, um, you know, what was interesting about this particular early 80s period is that, look, NXS's pathway was Australia first, uh, was America second. They dipped into England and, and probably Europe in sort of 83, 84, uh, but they really centred back into America around sort of 85, 86, 87. Uh, and Europe was a, a bit of a, a latter-day success for them, um, and it's evidenced a little bit later when we go through the charts. Um, a lot of their chart success happened really from kick onwards, but particularly around the Welcome album, Full Moon, they, they had a lot of great, you know, uh, European support for those albums. So... Um, but yeah, so you did a bit of googling there. Anything else come across uh, your Swedish, Scandinavian sort of uh, deep dive? B later on in the nineties, yes. So I don't know if we want to touch on that. When you can you touch talk on that. Yeah, it. absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, war. The first one was um, in nineteen ninety-two. Oh, it's a great little video. She is super cute. The yep. um, the girl that um, they that interviews them, and she's interviewing them in her own language and in English. And you can see the boys just going, "Oh my god, she's just." Is that the delicious. whole band, or just Tim and Michael? Tim, Michael, and Andrew. And Andrew's, okay. um, you know, trying to be funny, bless yes. him, in his cute way. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's funny she actually mentioned something about, is this your musical midlife crisis to them? That <laughs> <laughs> makes them laugh. Um, yeah. and, and and there was something that Tim said or quoted Michael in front of Michael, and Michael was gracious back, and he said, um, don't treat the studio like a church. Right. Mm. Michael said that, did he? Michael said that in the studio and then Tim quoted him on this interview. And what saying, was the context behind one, that? One of, one of the best quotes that, um, you know, we, we've got to sort yeah. of like make music is don't treat the studio like a church. Have fun. Yes. Okay. Aha. Yes. Uh Aha. -huh. Uh -huh. Use all the tools available. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the songs that they sang on there were Beautiful Girl and Taste It. Fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, around the X tour, you know, that was such a big tour for them. It was a real consolidation. I think it was um, definitely uh, a higher amount of sales in Europe than that had ever before, even from, compared to Kick, from the touring, uh, from all of the uh, stuff they did, especially going into continental Europe. Uh, I think this definitely set up the success of later albums there and tours and gigs they did there, B. Mm, 
Mm-hmm. You talking about 1990 and the X tour? I also found some more footage. This is taken by a fan, so it's a fan video of the whole concert. And once you get over the dodgy bits and the fact that it's just slightly out of focus, it's mm. absolute absolute gold. So I'll yeah. send a link to everybody. And yeah. the crowd is absolutely massive and mm. just fully into it. Mm. Great footage. And you've got um, Tim and Kirk in their stripy trousers at this point, not Michael. Mm. Yeah. 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 And look, I, I guess, you know, in terms of, you know, again, I've never been to these these countries, so I'm probably speaking a little bit from afar. But, you know, getting back to ABBA and Roxette and Ace of Bass and a lot of these European bands, particularly sort of in that early 90s period that was suddenly making inroads on the charts, uh, it seemed like in and it seems like in Scandinavia there's a big appetite, you know, for what you might say a bit more Western type culture music and things. And ABBA, you know, when you when you actually go back and hear some of their lyrics and how they pronunciate, you know, certain lyrics or enunciate certain lyrics, you can hear the sort of the Swedish accent a little bit more now. Uh, the older we are, um, but there obviously is a thirst in these regions, you know, for English speaking music amidst their own dialect and their own you know, um, you know, uh, Indigenous type, you know, uh, language music and things as well. So credit to the region here. And, you know, think back a few years earlier, you know, with uh, with Norway there, Aha came out of Norway, which were a Norwegian band. And I know you still have a poster of Morton on your wall. Is that right, uh, B? <laughs> Is that right? Does the yes, sun, Hayden. Does yes, the sun Hayden. always still shine on Bees TV <laughs> from Morton? <Yeah. laughs> Hi, this is Stefan from Norway. In July 1997, NXS played Rockefeller in Oslo. I was for the first time old enough to go to an NXS concert. I arrived early and stood at the front of the stage. When I heard the opening sounds of Elegantly Wasted, my body shivered with joy and excitement. And what a great concert our boys put on. 22 songs played and 7 from Elegantly Wasted. I got to shake Michael's hand during the concert and at the end John threw a drumstick to me. Heaven, heaven, heaven. What a joy. I really missed the opportunity to go to an NXS concert. But of course I'm really grateful to have experienced them live. NXS was the best live band on earth. Such a great concert and really missed them. Michael met probably the real true love of his life, the beautiful Denmark, uh, which was Helena Christensen. Uh, and I guess, you know, tragically, you know, that uh, incident for Michael did happen in Copenhagen where, you know, he was kinked from behind and had his injury. Um, but, you know, looking from the positive side, I think you could sense that that Michael really loved spending time in, in countries like Denmark. And, you know, he really wasn't an, an Australian. Like he really was a citizen of the world and, you know, lived in Paris and, and spent time in Copenhagen and, you know, obviously had a place in the south of France and lived in Hong Kong for a long time. And um, you get the sense that that region of, of, of Scandinavia was quite important to Michael and, and, and he had many happy years there. Yeah, yeah. He hung out with the, the um, sister and the mom for a bit, didn't he, when he was yeah. over there? They had their own apartment. Yeah. After speaking to Richard, and this links in with Helena, I've got a quote Which Richard? From Which Richard? Richard Lonestein. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've had Richard you, Clapton we've and we've about, had Richard You've been talking about Richard Simpkins, Simpkins lately, so, yeah, yeah, so you get our yeah. Richards right. We have got had had three Richards on. You're right. Yeah. Sounds like a movie, The Three Richards. Anyway, um, Richard Lonestein quoting um, Helena. Can I read, read it out to you? Sure. Hmm. Um, so the story from Helena is very clear. 
and this is about the head injury, about mm. the time that Michael was um, hit. He got hit, as described in the film, falls, Helena rushes to him and the blood blood's coming out of his nose and his ears. The taxi driver just hops in his cab and drives off. She immediately calls an ambulance. She thought Michael was dead. The taxi driver disappeared. There was no way to find him. Yes, of course, she she wasn't in the right headspace to have taken his number, unfortunately. Yeah. She was concerned about getting Michael to a hospital more than anything. She remembers cradling him, crying and screaming until the ambulances came. Then in the back of the ambulance, she remembers the two paramedics driving the ambulance. She remembers um, making jokes about, isn't that the famous rock star? She yelled at them to take it seriously. In a weird sort of um, fraudulent development, his own rock stardom caused the complete casual approach by hospital and medics. They just saw the rock star, even though he had had blood coming out of his ears and nose. To them, it was a rock star having a good night out um, or taking too many drugs and, and drinking. This happened at the hospital as well. Story was they left Helena's parents home and gone to get a, a pizza. That's all they'd done. And yet, because of his stardom, they thought that he was having one of his mm. episodes. Um, yeah, they, they but, saw the figurehead, not the figure. Exactly. Yeah. Judgment was Michael was on a bender, so they tragically didn't take it seriously. Mm. Richard Lowenstein um, researched these doctors and specialists. And let's say the hospital had treated it, if they, if they had treated it more seriously, that what would the outcome have been? They all said, yes, if Michael had been given anti-inflammatory drugs, kept him in ER observations, the amount of damage that happened from the bleeding would have been reduced rather than eventually happening and being unchecked. Mm. That would have been hard to know what level it would have been in a different situation, but it certainly under medical supervision, the traumatic brain injury that he'd had would have been reduced. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. And then, yeah, it's and and then Helena couldn't remember the name of the hospital, so we hit a brick wall trying to find out the hospital record. Now, I've done a little bit of a deep dive, B, uh, on more positive times where the band toured in Sweden, Denmark and Norway particularly, uh, and I thought I'd throw these particular dates and times and concert venues out with some very bad uh, pronunciation, um, but it may elicit Worse some... Worse than what I do. <laughs> well, you know, you're rubbing <laughs> off on me. <laughs> but um, the reason I'd like to read these, these concerts out is you can go into setlistfm.com and sometimes when you plug in these dates and things like that, you do see footage of the concerts at these particular venues and you do sort of see some things. Not all the time do you, but uh, some of them are available, so especially the more recent ones. So uh, some dates where In Excess did tour in Sweden, and I've got these officially dated. Uh, I'm going to mention uh, the 13th of February 1988, right at the Global Superstardom. They played in Stockholm at the Concert Huzit 
So I guess it's uh, uh, spelled with a K, not C, as in concert, who's it, uh, on the 13th of February. Uh, on the 9th of uh, November, uh, I believe, uh, they played in 1990 at uh, Stockholm again at the Globe Arena. And in 1993, uh, on the 22nd of June, they played in Stockholm again at the Circus, as in C-I-R-K-U-S. Um, so they may be available. There might be some footage through YouTube or through setlistfm.com. You might be able to plug in those dates and things and find some footage. Uh, if I go down to Denmark, they definitely played a lot there. Uh, the 9th of June, 1986, uh, they played in Copenhagen. Um, so Tim's memory was probably being in some of those regions around about that time when Chernobyl happened. But uh, they definitely did play in Denmark at that time. They may have had to curtail maybe a Swedish gig at that time, mm-hmm. given the Chernobyl stuff, because that mid-86 sounds right about that time when Chernobyl happened, B. Um 14th of February, 88, they played at the Saga Theatre in Copenhagen. Uh, the 1st of July in 88, they played at uh, Roskilde, the big festival, which um, I guess is the biggest festival in Scandinavia. Um, infamously, there was, I think, an issue there where Metallica played there and then people got crushed. Um, uh, but Ro- the Roskilde, I think it's pronounced festival, is one of the bigger ones, and it says spearheaded that on the 1st of July in 88. Uh, also, two moving ahead in Denmark on the 8th of November 1990, they played at Valby Hallan in uh, Copenhagen. Uh, on the 25th of June 93, they played at Mid Fins Festival. 25th of March 97, they played the Danish National Radio uh, on in Copenhagen. Uh, now, back with the John Stevens days, B. Uh, 6th of June 2003, they played at the Tivoli in Copenhagen. Uh, and you go to the, the set list there, and there are some picks for that I've actually seen. Uh, the 7th of uh, June, a day later, they played at the Skiv Beach Party Festival, uh, I think in, uh, in Skiv in Denmark. Uh, and then they played uh, a day later on the 8th of June 2003 at the Skaren Nordcraft mm-hmm. in Aalborg. Uh, so that's Denmark in terms of some gigs. Uh, and wrapping it up with Norway, 8th of the 686. Now, it's got them, that's the same date that it's sort of listed as another day, but uh, uh, actually, it might be the day before, but 8th of 6, we've got them down in Oslo, Norway. Uh, we've got them the 23rd of June in 93 at Setrum Scene in Oslo, and the 3rd of 7th, uh, or July 97, at uh, RF Music Hall in Oslo. There are some pics of that there, and that was put to be Michael's last sort of tour over there. So we would love for anyone who listens into us who was involved or at those concerts or gigs, uh, feel free to uh, communicate with us on our platforms, text in, email, messenger, go to our website pages, all the different platforms. Um, it shows, I guess, again, in, in excess's commitment to being an international band, B, where they were prepared to go out to all countries uh, wide and far and, and, and apply their craft and successfully so. Yes, but that's what they wanted. They wanted world domination, didn't they, Hayden? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's, it's really easy just to sort of do the big capital cities and America and England or whatever there. But, uh, uh, again, you know, I guess that's why maybe our podcast exists because when you do go play live in an area and, you know, from, from these dates I've listed, B, these are almost like every album, second album, they've gone back to the regions to support, you know, their fans in those areas, which is a credit. Did they ever play in India? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they did. I think if you look at the Never Let You Go video on Switch, which is the fourth single that John wrote with uh, JD, that video is made in, in India. 
Uh, and they there's an extended version with I think one of the local artists Sonia or I can't remember her name something like that who contributes uh, backing vocals on a few things there. So I think particularly when they were doing the JD stuff, they went to places like Bulgaria and a lot of countries that bands weren't touring. And I feel like back in the 80s and things, they were the first band to go into Argentina and some other places like Chile and things. So they were never afraid to, uh, you know, knock the doors down. And, um, you know, as much as we are very proud that our show is charting in these very unique countries like Slovenia and Hungary and things, probably because the band supported them, you know, uh, and we're, we're, we're riding on the coattails, B. Yeah, well, that's why I mentioned India. We're, we're yeah. high, high in India now. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Now, you mentioned a bit earlier about that interview there. Um, was that was that 92? Was that the one on YouTube you found there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so again, that's that's quite a, a fun one to have a look at if you do get a chance and things like that. You know, I think, uh, as I said, you know, Bard to put all that effort in last week with his contribution there with things showcases an example of the fandom there. What we're probably going to do through the powers of editing, B, is we're going to throw to myself, who's going to do a deep dive with my chart stuff. Now, for the benefit of the listeners, I did this a little bit early because it is a little bit technical, but uh, I'm going to throw to myself, B, uh, where I go through all the chart success of the singles and the albums in these regions for the real true aficionados there. So, B, over to me. Thank you, Hayden, for throwing to Hayden. Here are the music charts for the uh, Swedish, Denmark, Norway areas. I've got a feeling maybe Sweden and Norway may combine their charts, but uh, doing a bit of research in the NXS canon for singles and albums, etc. there, it's largely dominated by Sweden and Denmark, uh, but maybe Norway and Sweden maybe combine in, in some capacity. But here's some of the chart figures we've uh, unearthed. So with NXS's career blossoming uh, around the kick time, uh, we'll start with Denmark. Need You Tonight uh, hit 16. Uh, Devil Inside hit 33. New Sensation hit 35. Uh, Never Tear Us Apart hit 66. And Mystify hit 46. So there were five charting singles in the uh, Danish charts for NXS around that kick time. Uh, when they did come back with X, they had uh, Suicide Blonde at 23, they'd disappear at 43. They've had By My Side at 56, no charting for Bitter Tears, may not have been released there. Uh, when they came back for Welcome, they had in the Danish charts Heaven Sent at uh, 47 and Beautiful Girl at 54. Nothing in Denmark charted from Full Moon Dirty Hearts, uh, however, elegantly wasted the self titled singles, uh, elegantly wasted, we hit 72 in the Danish charts. Flipping over to Sweden, there's not a lot of records of what charted in Sweden uh, for NXS up until really the X album. So what I've got here is Suicide Blonde charted at 16 and Disappear at 20. When it came to the Welcome album, uh, Heaven Sent charted at 35 uh, and the Full Moon album, The Gift did chart at 32. So they, they're the singles in those sort of regions there. And as I said earlier, we don't have much for Norway, but uh, maybe there is a com- combination between Norway and Sweden on the charts and things. Uh, when it comes to the albums, uh, a little more info here. Uh, when it when it uh, relates back to, we'll start with Kick. We'll start with Sweden. Uh, we've got uh, Sweden basically uh, twenty one for Kick. X uh, charted higher, which is interesting. Uh, number ten, uh, Live Baby Live thirty nine. Welcome to Every Yard, number one. Thank you, Sweden. Well done to you guys for making that number one, like the UK did. Uh, Full Moon Dirty Hearts, number eight, uh, or peaked at number eight. Uh, the greatest hits at that particular time, the 994 compilation, was 16. Elegantly Wasted, 28. Uh, and a special release around 2010 when uh, Chris Murphy got back with the band, which was that uh, sort of 
very specific greatest hits, not the most uh, evolved greatest hits, but the ones that they had rights to at the time, uh, hit number 40 in Sweden. So that's sort of the album chart success for Sweden. In terms of Norway, uh, we do have a little bit of information here uh, on some of the charts for, for Norway here uh, with the albums, uh, strangely enough. We've got X hitting 13. We've got Welcome to Wherever You Are, Welcome to Wherever you are hitting number three in Norway. We've got number 14 for The Greatest Hits, and then we've got number 18 for Elegantly Wasted. Uh, it's hard to get some of this information, but you know, through a bit of Tyler's efforts, I've been able to extract some of that. Uh, so hopefully that's something we can put in the podcast. Thank you. She said, this was a lesson in love. She said, this was a love to end on love. This song never listens to me. This song has a lot to learn. So, listeners and valuable patrons in the Scandinavian area, that's our little gift to you. Uh, we also hope for the broader part of our NXS audience and uh, listener base that, uh, again, you can uh, acknowledge and have enjoyed our little bit of a regional deep dive. Um, as I said, NXS, we're a truly international band, and it's sort of really quite motivating to this day that um, they have, you know, such, you know, uh, spread across the world. And I think that's the true, true legacy. Um, of the great bands, you know, any country around the world, whether it's Elvis or Beatles, you know, I think even language barriers aside, NXS had such a music, forget the lyrics, forget the English, they had such a musical sort of pulse and a vibe and a funk and a rock and a, a melody that connected with hearts and heads around the world, not always had to connect with the ears as to what lyrics they would be. Mm. Yeah, because good sounds, it's interesting, you know, that, you know, think back to, you know, around that early 90s, you know, I remember sort of people like sort of Deep Forest and Enya and some of these sort of artists out there that was more about the sound as opposed to the words. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Inexcess have probably been more praised in their career for their sonics than they have for their lyrics. You know, we all know their lyrics are great. But um, I think, as I said, you know, the great sounds and things like that have translated. And let's look forward years and years later. You know, Max Martin is a very famous uh, uh, Swedish songwriter who has written songs for Britney Spears and written songs for Pink and a whole bunch of artists around the world. But, you know, that region's had a great pop sensibility for sounds, uh, just probably more than lyrics. So bands who have a wide palette in their portfolio generally succeed in regions like this, of which NXS did. So that's NXS in Scandinavia, B. Hey, this is David from Carping. Hi, this is Katie from England. G'day, it's Paul from Sydney. Hi, this is Ella from the Netherlands. This is Dr. Jim and that's a wrap. All right, well, that's a wrap. Episode 114 tied up. Uh, we probably like to do a little fan engagement at the moment. I'm just going to jump in very quickly, actually. Say again, hello to Paul Buckley. Him and I have been chatting a little bit about you too via Messenger in the last couple of days and some of the gigs and things we've been to. Hello to you, uh, Paul. And just to get another reiteration to the INTXS eight-piece act that uh, are out there. Well, I think Susanna. Susanna or Susanna, is it? Uh, no, that was Danielle. Oh, sorry, Danielle. Danielle. Sorry, Danielle, mm-hmm. uh, who put us on to them. Um, again, I know there's been some interaction between them and the inexcessive guys. Um, look, we, we just love to keep building the community and talk all things about uh, inexcess. So over to you with some fan engagers, B. Um, well, another Paul. Paul 
Boozy wanted to know about um, a certain guitar that uh, Tim was playing. So, Paul, I'm onto that. I'm trying to find out what that guitar is for you. Darren George, um, one of our newest patrons, um, unfortunately mm-hmm. lost his brother a few weeks oh. ago. So we just want to give you a big um, hug, a big hug from the podcast and from all the fans. And we're thinking of you, mate. But yeah, he's very chatty. I like you. You're you're fun. And thank you for all your um, lovely comments. Um, a lot of you are actually giving me your reviews of um, all that, the episodes. And I love them, but I want to share them. So the way that you can do that is... Is go onto our website and go to our episode page and then scroll down, find the episode that you want to comment on. And if you sign up and there's no money involved in any of this, and that allows other fans to um, hear and, uh, sorry, read your um, comments and um, also gets us more um, more out there as well. I think it's something to do with the SEO. Yes. <laughs> we like that. Yeah, <laughs> couple of little things just to add in. By the time we started recording today to the end of the episode, B, we have actually heard from Richard Lowenstein, who has come back to us and said he's happy to take his, well, uh, off our listeners. Uh, I think the book, uh, we've had some website links verify this. Is, I think it's forty nine ninety five, But he's doing a special discount for NXS listeners. Uh, $30 uh, signed and uh, sent to you with some postage and handling added. Uh, and for those who don't want to see them, just want the book, $25, which is half price. So I reckon for an extra five bucks, get the personalised signature in it, and um, uh, we will work out what the postage is to your respective area, uh, and we'll get that out to you, Sabi. So this podcast, we, we, we get live updates during, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I've had a few actually. But yes. please email us. Don't message us because we get so many messages that we lose our messages a little bit. With an email, we can flag you and we can put you into our little sheet and get that signed off to um, yep. Richard and we can get that done to you as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, any other fan engagers you'd like to share or uh, be involved oh, with? Oh, do. Yeah, there was a lovely girl. Hang on, let me find her. A lovely lady called Charlene got in touch with me and you might want to know about this. So have you heard of a TV show called Yellow Jackets? No. No, I haven't either. Says um, she was watching the first episode, so it's pretty new. I heard a familiar tune start up, and it was Paloma Faith singing Never Tear Us Apart. I do know that version, yes, yes. You know that version, but this was in the TV show, Uh yeah. Um, And uh, so she loves hearing it. She says, my son was watching it with his wife, and he sang along to the song, and his his wife um, realised that it was my favourite band and phoned me and told me. (laughs) That's lovely, yeah. We like those stories. Uh, A quick one. Yeah. Yeah, You sent me something last night, B. Someone was inquiring a bit about Bob Clearmountain. Uh, and forwarded that to me about 2021. He was doing some stuff with the band, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not sure who that patron or person was because I only got the forwarded message from you. But what I can say with Bob, Bob has worked on everything from kick through to welcome to wherever you are. Um, I think he did some Full Moon Dirty Heart stuff. Uh, and through discussions, I think, with our episodes with Mark Opitz, Bob's really good at what he does. You know, he's been around a long time, worked with Simple Minds, you know, a lot of different bands. But I think Bob Clearmountain may have done, as the listener alluded to, some stuff for the Seven Deadly Sins or the Seven Sins soundtrack last year, potentially um, through that sort of process. So I think he sort of half answered his own question, I think. Uh, but I thought I would just uh, confirm that, B. 
thank you very much to all the fans that have been in contact with me lots of personal stuff as well so it's been real fun real fun thank you um but the best way for those books please email us don't forget that that's very important all right now your baby your project here b tell us about the auction i saw something on ebay the other day uh which seemed like you posted a uh, offer out there. That's for our uh, – oh, you've got teary eyes. We haven't got bids. Is that right? No, I just don't want to let it go. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> listeners. Bees, I I've, uh, a, I've had a change of mind. I think I want to keep it. Bees placed this, uh, <laughs> listen like these, multiply signed uh, CD disc with Michael in leather pants with his legs and a rather provocative shot. That's why you don't want to have that thing leave your bedroom. It's not just that. I think, I think, I think Miss, uh, Mr. Hewitt's happy for this to leave the bedroom. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One day he will listen to this show, won't he? I think he won't, but he will. I know he will. Right. I was talking to another friend actually. I says Michael and in excess and Paula have been under my bed for many, many years, <laughs> many, many years in a box, right? right? And it's only since this podcast has got bigger that I've been like game enough to get it out of a box and now it's exploded okay, okay. <laughs> so he knows now metaphorically knows. speaking uh, but, <laughs> but anyway so what anyway like, back what, to the auction tell us about the auction yeah. yes the auction the auction not auction auction yeah <laughs> the, uh, the auction has um has gone off um we still have a few more days to go we've got um eight bids so far it went it's now up to as we're speaking five hundred and ten dollars but i do know we've got lots of people that are very very interested in we're very happy that it's gone to five hundred and ten dollars already though aren't we yeah. but it would be nice if you could get a bit more because well look we do get sometimes these last minute one-off bids of a thousand whatever it is so if you are bidding don't bid ungenerously bid generously because you can scare off your opposition by a good bid okay. rather than be bumped up later yeah. can i put my plea in yep okay my plea is hayden can you see my headphones I can. Can, can you see how small they are? I know I've got little ears, but can you can you see how red my ear is? Are your ears small or are the ears too big for your headphones? I think their headphones <laughs> are too small. So what I'm saying is I've only been talking to Hayden just now for under an hour and my ears are red. Okay. I have to edit for sometimes eight hours a day and my ears are throbbing. So the money is going to go to some headphones that are going right. to go right over my ears. All right. Well, auctions, uh, <laughs> at the time of uh, this episode being released, B, how many more days have we got for the auction? Uh, I don't know. So Sunday, when I Sunday, that would be seven. Uh, three more days. Okay, cool. All right. Now, quickly, just coming up, some future episodes. We have been in contact with Mr. Nick Lorne from The Swing. Is that right, B, who has agreed we to come have. off? We have. So, I haven't, uh, haven't solidated a date. Solidated. <laughs> Consolidated. <laughs> yes. I know what you mean. Yes. But but here's the thing. We will sometimes make announcements of people who have agreed verbally and whatever there. It took Nick, uh, sorry, it took Richard Lowenstein a little bit of time to come on, but it's mm. nice that Nick has agreed. And Nick is a very generous interviewee. He is out there in many guises around the world talking about uh, projects he's worked on. And he's mm -hmm. a great, great, great talker and got a great memory for detail. So Yeah, he's fun. I, I like think him. that'll be a definite double episode coming up. And he's from Birmingham originally. Ah, there All you go. All the best people are from Birmingham, Hayden. There you go. 
Now, B, we're going to go out today with something with a Scandinavian, well, Scandinavian link here because one of our patrons has uh, kindly contributed something quite amusing. Uh, but we believe this almost sounds a bit like a Mexican uh, uh, Arama- Aramachi band or Amarachi band or whatever, uh, where Bart has contributed a Need You Tonight cover version with, uh, uh, I guess, a lot of trumpets here and a lot of sonic sort of exotic sounds here. But we thought as an ode to one of our great patrons in the Scandinavian area, we would go out with the Need You Tonight version should be of uh, a highly trumpeted instrumental version <laughs> and why not if you like it and love it we think it's quite funny uh, it's a goodbye from me i really want to hear your review on this one <laughs> <laughs> all right get it together and it's a goodbye from me goodbye everyone